Hey, this is Mike, and this episode will air on December 13th, 2021. On the night of December 11th, Western Kentucky was devastated by a series of historic tornadoes that claimed the lives of over 70 Kentuckians. All of us and our families are safe, but if you have the means to do so, please consider donating to the Disaster Relief Fund. The address for the Relief Fund is teamwkyreliefund.ky.gov. One more time, that is teamwkyreliefund.ky.gov, and we'll include a link to that in the episode description. Thank you in advance. Your donations to the Relief Fund are tax-deductible, and if you do donate, please send an email to mike at monstergamenight.com, and we'll recognize you in an upcoming episode. Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that explores personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our coterie of ambitious vampires fights to carve out their turf in a fictional Appalachia dominated by ancient monsters. I'm Ben, and I play Tommaso, the shocked Putanesca. I'm Russell, and I play Gordon. The Energized Lasombra. I'm Josh, and I play Clear Visions, the Torpid Toreador. And this is Nick, playing Jason, the Blood-Hungry Sorcerer. Hey, I'm Mike, and I'll be your storyteller. Why doesn't our coterie let us know what happened last time on Monster Game Night? To kick things off, I failed a check, and now Clear Visions is in torpor. Gordon made his way to his fellow coterie mates, snuck into the museum, and made his way down the elevator shaft. Tommaso may have panicked slightly when he saw the first vault door going down. He ripped the cage off of the elevator and jammed it in the door. Didn't work perfectly, but seems to have held so far. Jason entered the second vault room to investigate the cult items and proceeded to open the final vault door. Yeah, and so then... We had a couple of uh, cops or something sneak up on us. Gordon and I both got a little bit of a charge out of that, if you catch my drift. To set the scene, Clear Visions is in torpor. Gordon has been tasered and stunned for a moment. He's had his throat slit, though kindred he be, he may not necessarily die from that. Tommaso has been tased and stunned as well, with another figure preparing to deliver a coup de grace to him also. And Jason is opening the final door to this vault. The vault itself is made of black marble. The vault door is gold. There are torches burning on the walls, barely penetrating the billowing mist. As Jason has pulled the vault door open, at first it feels heavy and as though he has to pull very hard, but then suddenly as though a force inside of it is pushing to get out. The vault door begins to swing open. The black mist that's been filling this room gets even stronger. Before, it was twists that were making it difficult for the light to penetrate, but now they billow in like a smokestack. He looks inside, and Jason can see a figure seated on a wooden chair He sees an altar, he sees a mural painted on a wall, and on that wall, there's what looks like a black void that all of this twisting black smoke is billowing out of. What do you wish to do? Is this 
figure acknowledging me in any way. Look at the figure. Jason notices something. Its hands are held in front of it in an uncomfortable position, holding something. And there is a book held between its chest and its hands. The figure itself is wearing anachronistic clothing. You see ruffles and fringes along the edges. You see long curled black hair. You see that the cloth has yellowed with time and he's wearing gray slacks that look somewhat outdated. The figure does not acknowledge you. I approach. Jason approaches and notices now that the figure's hands are wrapped around the base of a wooden stake that has been driven through a book and into its own chest. The stake is through the book. You see that the wooden point has penetrated out of its back. Can I pry the book off without removing the stake? Doesn't look like it. Jason really wants this book. Why? It's holy. And? <laughs> One might say he got the point of the book. God. <laughs> One too many. So bad. We all take a point of superficial willpower damage. <laughs> all right, well. Let's return to Tommaso. <laughs> the figure, the other figure, next to the one who tased you, walks over, draws a knife, kneels over your chest, and slits your throat as well. What do they do? Like, is the guy who slit my throat, is he, has he walked away? He's walked away. Okay. We enter round two of our combat. Gordon, you failed by enough that you are not able to act during this round. Tommaso, you are... All right, so is the guy that just slit my throat still, like, kind of in the same position close by? Like, is his hand within, like, easy reaching distance? He stood back up. I'm going to slowly sit back up, and I'm going to look up at him, and I'm going to say, you just made the biggest mistake of your life, motherfucker. And I'm going to grab him by the arm, and I'm going to hurl him against the wall. Nice. Narratively, Gordon, you lay there twitching, arms askew. <laughs> 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 Tommaso, give me a roll of strength plus brawl. I like this roll. This man is going to be resisting you. That, unfortunately, is only two successes. So you stand up. You trade blows with him. You shove this man off of you, preventing him from pressing the attack. But he is prepared for you, and he slashes out across your chest. You both take one point of superficial damage. Keep trying, bitch. Jason, you were standing in the third vault. The black billowing mist now is pouring out of the portal with like gusts of wind. Jason's hair, long and black, is blowing in the wind behind him. The clothing on this seated figure is ruffling and being disrupted by it. And you can see this pool of black is rushing in and bouncing off of the ward that blocks the second vault. Do I see anything through that portal? It's difficult to see past it because there's so much of this black mist pouring out of it. What he sees is a world that is filled with that same mist and looks exactly like the room he's standing in currently. Do I see a reflection of myself in this room? You do not see a reflection okay. of yourself in this room. Uh, you notice that the... The specific objects are different. There's not the seated figure, for instance, is not in there. But the painted mural on the wall, that's there. What's the mural of? 
You study it for a second, and it's telling the story of someone. You see first a bald man, a scholar, obviously, studying books, teaching, and then you see eventually a third eye open in his forehead. A bit later, you see him feeding on what looks like some kind of otherworldly creature with a raven's head and black raven's wings sprouted from its back. You see that raven-headed figure fall to his feet, and the bald-headed man is now wearing what looks like a halo back behind his head. And then you see the bald-headed man climb into a sarcophagus and shut the lid. Fascinating. Was there anything else around this portal? Any runes or anything? You see there are more glyphs of blood sorcery have been painted along the barrier that you've just passed. You also notice that the chalice looks like it's rolling a little bit more freely now. Also, point of order that I should have brought up at the very beginning, but I guess it was just on a hugely delayed timer. The second door has begun to close as well. Awesome. So that puts who where then? We're on the other side of it. Good. It's closing very slowly. Well then. So this is kind of a Austin Powers steamroller situation? A little faster than that. Okay. I think think you can tell what idea I have now. No, I can't at all. I think Mike gets it. (laughs) So we're going to cut back to Gordon... And Tommaso, I have every single part of my health tracker marked now. <laughs> I, took four to, I took resilience so this wouldn't happen. I'm sorry. Fucking bullshit. Well, if you hadn't, you'd be dead. So now we're at the top of the third and final round of this combat. Gordon, you're able to act. So we start with our engaged melee combat. All right. Tommaso. I'm staying engaged with this guy. I don't want him to tase me again. So you're staying engaged with the man with the knife. All right, give me a roll of strength plus brawl. The fuck? Yeah, you counted that right. Three successes. (laughs) Fuck this game. I'm never going to heal this shit. He steps back, wielding his knife, and he is obviously lunging in to attack you a second time. Wait, wait a minute. Can I go back and willpower that? Yes. I got one more success. So that changes it. Thank fucking God. (sighs) The man lunges in with a knife towards your chest as you, I don't know what you do. Do you clock him in the face? What are you doing? Yeah, I probably think I just like, in one motion, I like swipe his arm out of the way and I just backhand the hell out of him. Nice. Yeah, so you catch his arm up high and then return it. Exactly. Chop to the back of the head. Gordon, you're able to act. The second figure has managed to reload his taser and he plans to use it. What do you wish to do? Yeah, so Gordon is going to uh, the the guy that like slashed him across the throat. Where is he in relation to Gordon? Is he like a couple feet from me? Yes. Perfect. I'm gonna take my pistol and aim it, and I'm gonna pew pew right into right into him. That is going to be ranged combat up against him. So you'll be acting together. <laughs> you guys are going toe to toe here. Give me your roll of composure firearms. That's one success, Gordon. He beats you to the draw. His taser is fired before you are able to. For the second time, Gordon feels himself stunned by the charge of electricity passing through him. 
Jason, you see this black void swirling. You see the man holding the book. You're confident that you've broken whatever was binding the chalice in place. What do you wish to do? I want the book. How are you getting it? I'm going to position myself behind him and use the bronze sword that I found. I'm going to hack off the stake. Very clever. You can do that. It takes you a little bit to accomplish that, but you are left with your prize of the book in your grip. Sweet. I'm going to go to walk out. You step through the golden vault door. Nothing happens. Do you pick up the chalice? Yes. You pick up the chalice. Do you step out of the second vault? What am I seeing through this second vault? (laughs) That it is closing is one part of that. And that the your friends are in a lot of trouble right now. Is there still a lot of the smoke in the room? There's still a ton of the smoke in this room, billowing up and building. I'm going to exit by way of the ceiling. Okay, so you're going to use your spider climb? Yeah, spider climb up the wall and go through the door. The smoke itself seems to reach out a tendril and try to wrap itself around you, dragging you back down. I need a roll of strength plus athletics. No. I'll rouse the blood. Do not get hungrier. Is three enough? Jason finds himself ripped off of the ceiling and pulled to the floor, slammed into the ground. His sword slides a skitter. The chalice rolls away. He takes one point of superficial damage. Are you going to try to leave again? Uh, yeah. Or I'm going to see if I can weaken that ward first. Okay, with your new blood sorcery pool, give me intelligence plus blood sorcery. Rouse for intelligence. I do get hungrier. Spend willpower. That's five. Five successes. This ward has been totally, totally destroyed by now. The smoke starts to billow into the first vault, slipping past the door as it's closing. I'm going to follow it out. Follow it out does not seem to wind about you and try to pull you back. Instead, you see it rushing past your friends into the hallway beyond. You notice that as it passes by the two figures that were attacking, it twists about them, and they are left hanging from the ceiling with black twisted ropes around their ankles. Whatever this was, it had some kind of grudge against them. I'm going to walk up to them with my daunt active. You have hurt my friends, and now you feel my power. What do you think about this? The figure that you're speaking to still has his taser in his hands. He's weakly pointing it at you. I dare you. He lowers it, drops it back. Okay, but if you're going to leave, you should leave fast, because we were just the first two. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it at all. You can silence now. Hey, don't worry about that. I'll take care of that for you. I walk up next to you and I snap the guy's neck. (laughs) I'm going to rouse Gordon up. Gordon's going to get up, knock the taser leads off, Mm -hmm. and he's going to jump on the other guy and bite deep into him Okay, and suck him dry. It's going to take a little while. Yeah, he's going to look at the guy and tell him, forget, make him forget things, but he's going to like, Go in and like try and keep him from struggling and take him with him if he can. Taking him with you is going to be hard because he's tied up right now. I don't think you're going to be able to. Drain him if you want to, but we need to go. Yeah. Probably without him. Yeah. 
no, I'm not going to drain him. I'm going to, I'm just going to get uh, one hunger back. You recover one hunger. All right. And then I walk over and I snap his neck too. Okay. You leave the bodies. They saw suspended. us. I don't want them to get out. But this is a massive masquerade breach now. It was before. Okay. We don't have to leave them alive. These they, men are not innocent. They aren't alive. Exactly. But. All right. So with that, Tommaso picks up clear visions and we're getting out of here. Yeah. As you enter the elevator, you see that the rope the two officers followed down earlier is still there. You climb up. I guess I can do that while carrying clear. I, I'm i just spider climbing, so I'm good. <laughs> I think you're good. Yeah. I think you should take him then. <laughs> you arrive to the first floor of the Anthropology Museum. You see that a police perimeter has been established all around it. You see lights shining in through the slits of windows, but it does not appear that anybody else has entered this place right now. Only the two figures that you've met already. I'm going to tell you to go up to the roof and I will have the cops I talk to come out or come in and start sweeping downstairs and see if I can draw them away from the perimeter to let you guys get through. That's not a bad idea, actually. Okay. So Tommaso, Jason, and Clear Visions being carried. You follow the stairwell up to the roof. You find that it's a locked steel door, but... The chain on it really isn't very sturdy at all. It's easy enough to snap it and get through. Now, Gordon, you walk through the museum, self-important as always. You step through the double doors at the front. What do you wish to do? Do I see the two officers I saw earlier? You do. You see Officer Dane is standing right in front of the door, talking into a walkie-talkie. You see that a large group has gathered behind him flashing lights, sirens. Officer Dane looks at you and says, I don't see anyone with you. Yeah, they got away. Did they get through this line? No, no one's been this way. Then clearly they're still in the building. We need to search this top to bottom. Okay, right away, right away. Let's get everyone inside and let's do this now. You see him take his walkie-talkie and says, everyone inside, everyone inside, all units inside. And you see they form up, all the police. I say two by two, Watch each other's backs. There were two men dead downstairs when I got here, and I don't know whoever broke in, but they had the codes, the safes, everything. So we need to check everything. I need you to give me a roll of manipulation plus... Is this... I can't also be persuasion. Is it also manipulation, persuasion? You're lying. Subterfuge? Subterfuge. Thank you. I couldn't see that one, and I'm tired. Okay. So manipulation, subterfuge, with your specialty for impeccable lies. Seven successes. Holy shit. Good rolling boys back. So This is something Gordon's really good at. Yeah, you know, I know. That's why you're excited. They all fan out. You see them begin searching the museum thoroughly top to bottom. None of them are paying any attention at all to anything but searching for the two terrorists that you claim are still inside. Yeah, while they're searching, I'm just going to calmly walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a fire escape down from this roof? Don't you have spider climb? Well, he doesn't. He could just jump. (laughs) (laughs) You have the strength for that. I think there is. There's probably a fire escape down from the roof. I don't know. It's it's a one-story building, so with a roof. It's not very far. It's only one story. It's not very far. 
Yeah, I was to say it wasn't a large building. Yeah, it wasn't. It's, yeah, I can. I can probably just. I think dropping point. one story yeah. will be okay. Even, I was picturing it larger, but all right. Even D and D gives you ten feet f- yeah. uh, free fall before you take any damage. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Once the once the cops clear out, I'm not going to do any style points. I'm just dropping. Just dropping down. Yeah. Jason, you drop down as well. I climb down. <laughs> you return to your vehicles. Where are you going from here? How much time have we got left? It was pretty early when you started out. You were in there for a while. Uh, probably about three hours are left until dawn. So you have a little bit of time. Okay, we got the thing we need. Let, let's just go and we'll get Rosetta fixed. Jason, are you sure that's the right one? Yes, this, this is time? definitely the right one this time. All right, any objections? What? I, I don't particularly want Look to... Look at the shape of you. <laughs> yeah, you're in rough shape. Yeah, and... I'm in kind of rough shape. And our friend here is uh, sleeping on the job. Yes, but we should. She's gonna regroup. She's gonna help us out. She's family. She'll do it for me. Why, why don't we just go back to my hideout? Your hideout. That's right. Also, oh, now you're being generous. You all do that. I'm going to go back to the church. What the hell are you up to? Nothing. Unless you want to go and take clear back to the studio site. All right, kid. I give in. Let's go. Fair enough. All right. Have fun. We'll see you later. See you guys tomorrow evening. Give uh, the father a call when you're ready to meet up. Okay. Do I have to? I don't like talking to that guy. Unfortunately, it's the only way you can let me know when you're ready. Fine. I don't have a cell phone. I'm sorry. Yeah, for good reason. That conversation was not pleasant earlier. I mean, I understand that, but it's far more pleasant talking to him than it is me. Debatable. See you later. See ya. Is anybody feeding tonight or anything like that? I'm not feeding. But I wanted to drive to Vortex Industries okay. and just do a preliminary uh, surveillance. Slide to us. So give me a roll of uh, just wits awareness for that. So Jason Tommaso, you travel for the first time this chronicle to Jason's haven that Lonnie prepared for him in the basement of Ridley's. There's a steel exterior door that leads into it. It's more of a cellar than a basement, really. But as you approach, are you both at greater than four hunger right now? No. No. That's good. You notice something. You smell an intense sense of blood. Ridley's is built across from a slaughterhouse. You're okay for now, but whatever lapse in judgment or maybe intentional dislike that was from Lonnie, pretty bad. They did this to you on purpose, kid. You should remember this. Slights like this should not be let go. Those idiots probably thought we would like it. All right, let's let's secure the old guy here. Let him come out of this naturally. And then they said you got blood bags in here, right? What's wrong with the one on you? I want to keep it in case of an emergency, you know? Back up. Yeah, and I've got plenty here for my emergencies too. You are the worst. You know that? Just drink your bag and I'll replace it later. I open it up. And do you drink it? Yes. <laughs> So as much as I would love, wanted so badly to blood bond you to Suzanne, blood bonds only persist for about 15 minutes after the Vitae leaves the body. She was very disappointed that you didn't drink it right away. Jason's disappointed to find out that nothing happened. Eat it. (laughs) Eat it. (laughs) Always experimenting. (laughs) Gordon, your preliminary survey of Vortex Industries. For... Four successes. Vortex Industries, you see, is built on the site of a strip mine. 
you see heavy equipment that is used to destroy this mountaintop. You see what looks like an industrial plant. There is a railroad leading into the building. You see a petrochemical refinery. And off to one corner, you see an elevator that has caution tape covering it, seemingly in a concrete pavilion leading to who knows where underground. Do I send any kind of guards or anything like that? Nope. No guards. What about cameras? Oh, definitely cameras. Yeah, you see there's quite a few of them watching this. It's a industrial plant that does have some measure of physical security. I just want to sit here for like an hour or two and case it and see if I see anyone like coming or going or and like try and like guess patterns to movements uh, to make it easier for me to go in if I need to later on. Okay. There are people coming and going. Vortex Industries, it seems, operates at all hours of the night. The elevator does not ever operate. Covered in caution tape, no one seems to go through it. The patterns themselves, um, there is an obvious shift change that happens at, I guess, about six in the morning. By that point, it's gotten extremely close to dawn, and that's probably a good time for you to scurry on home. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the church and uh, go to sleep. Okay, I think that's a great moment for us to end. Hey guys, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and I am joined at the table by... I'm Nick, playing Jason. I'm Russell, playing Gordon. Josh, playing Clear Visions. And Ben, playing Tommaso. Tune in next week, please. We release an episode every Monday. Also, when you get a chance, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd, of course, love to hear from you on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Monster Game Night. Also, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoyed it. Because word of mouth is the best way for a small independent show like ours to grow. Hope that you can come to our next Monster Monster Game Night. Night.